at you checking out our podcast. We're two grape guys. All right, so we are here to break down the basics of wine for you all and have a little bit of fun while we're doing it. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. Chancellor, my man, in the house, well, kind of, Zoom, as, as it is. Podcast Zoom is what, what we do now in this it, world that we live in. What's happening, my man? Oh, man, Mr. DK, the, the D to the K to the Dustin. I love it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually, you know, I'm doing better now. The, the beginning of the week was a little iffy, not going to lie, right? Tuesday was the most monday Tuesday I think I ever had in my life. Uh, it was Why? a matter what of- on Tuesday? It was, so, so Tuesday I had lost um, internet in my house for the entire day. I had lost cell phone service and some kid got my credit card and racked up $400 on PlayStation Network. So <laughs> good for him. I mean, you're going to steal more. I mean, you're going to take $400 and go buy PlayStation. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Like there's so much other stuff you can do with $400. Like you can just imagine like, oh, I got this credit card. I'm going to go buy like. I'm going to buy 100 chicken McNuggets, and then I'm going to go, and I'm going to sit in my basement and play PlayStation. <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much. You know, I was like, man, this kid totally could have got a little what more creative here with him. Really? $400 on PlayStation? Oh, no, that's right. amazing. Yeah, I know. I know. But it now, sucks. You know it happens to the best of us. Exactly. It happens to the yeah, best dude, of us. Yeah, dude, my card was ran like at 3 a.m. in L.A. At, for like $300 in cigars like a year and a half ago. And okay. Like, Do you accept this charge? And I'm like, no. How in the world? I am literally in. I think I was. I was probably here here in Dallas at the time, and I'm like, no, that would have been cool if I would have been in LA in the bag, but no, no, no. no. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens to the best of us, unfortunately. But you know, you switch up your cards and you get new numbers, and that's the worst part about it. Oh. Is now you got to call like now you got to call Playboy, and you got to yeah. make sure that they change over from your your card, and so you you know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the most and, important and, in, in most cases. I'm just saying. I, Absolutely. And, 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 and how awkward is it when you're sitting out there having dinner and then the phone buzzes through, right? And it's Playboy membership saying, uh, excuse me, sir, but uh, your, your monthly membership uh, did not go through. And you have to like right. sit there and, you know, nonchalantly give them the new card. Right. At, well, good you thing. Know. At least it wasn't on speakerphone. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just comes right over. So that's, that's, that's better. That's yep, better. Yep, well, yep. dude, sorry you had such a crappy week, but here we are now drinking wine. Fantastic. Yeah, so I'm, I'm over here still waiting on my freaking um, um, WSET level two test score yeah. to come back. What, what is going on with this? Nothing. I don't know. I know I passed, uh, right? I mean, you only have to okay. get a 55% to pass, which is, to me, in my opinion, a little BS. It's like, come on. I think mm-hmm. anybody can get a 55%. But I want, you know, that higher level, which we talked about, in our last episode when we did champagne with our, our awesome yeah. friend, Joanne. Um, and, um, but yeah, so I'm still waiting like every day. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm continually like refreshing my email, just waiting and waiting and waiting. So I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. And you know, actually, in fact, um, today we decided to do South Africa because we mm-hmm. have a very um, awesome guest on with us today. He's a, a big fan of the show. Um, and he's also a WSET level two student. He's uh, in the process. Jason, our man, what's up, dude? Yeah, how you doing? And what's what's even awesome? Like he's like, guys, like you hit us up on on the DMs, and we're like, guys, like if you want to do another one, let's do South Africa. And I was like, okay, that's a little obscure, you know? It's like, but okay, but now now obviously talking to you over the last little bit here, well, you're from South Africa, so that just makes sense. <laughs> yep. It's easy yeah. to be um, it's it's easy to be passionate about something that you kind of 
have a background in. Right, right, right. I mean, I mean, I know, I know a little bit about South African wine, um, so I'm really excited to like hear your knowledge of it. Unfortunately, I'll tell you right now, since I've already taken the WSET level two, don't get too excited. I think there was one question maybe about South African wine. And so, I mean, if it was all about South Africa, I'm sure you would do just fine. But I mean, as you and I talked about, I mean, you seem pretty knowledgeable about this and about wine yeah, in general, so I'm um, sure you would be fine. That's the beauty of, the beauty of South Africa is it's, it's much like Bandol in, in France in that it's very underrated and not known. So yeah. you can, you can pick up amazing wines for next to nothing. Which is yeah. win-win for the for, for the consumer, of course. Oh yeah. Well, I think. So, what, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but like the world as a whole only really knew about South African wine as a large production some like 20 years ago. Granted, they've been they've been around for hundreds of years, like making yeah. wine, but it wasn't until 20 years ago where you know they had the embargoes and everything, where like the world was like, oh, South Africa has a whole bunch of wine. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. But I actually. I will, I will yep. say this, so I just want to chime in real quickly. I do think the world does know something else about Africa, though, besides wine. Yeah, and, and, and it's a very well-known thing, too, about it. So, you know, I mean, hold on a second. I can't hear it. No, you can't nothing. hear it? No. No? Oh, Toto. Here we go. Oh, Toto. Brains oh, of yeah. Africa. Well, yeah. You're cheap. We can't, we can't hear it. Dude. You're having a party yeah, by you, yourself. Yeah, you're, right. Right. Yeah, Jason and I will just wait whenever you're ready, buddy. Okay, like, okay. Put, All right. Put, okay, put, 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 put Toto away. Put the Playboy away. Let's let's get back to this. Yeah, I actually, so I grew up in that. Um, I was I was getting out of high school when um, basically Nelson Mandela was was elected, uh, the first black the first black president. Um, America wasn't the first place to do that, by the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly claimed it though. Didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Only in America. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was like 17, 18 years old getting out of high school when all of that went down. And um, yeah, it was, was obviously crazy. crazy. Um, you know, we all of a sudden we could play international sports, uh, which we could never do before that. Like I, it was like 20 years, I think 20 or 30 years that that period. But it was definitely crazy times. Um, mm -hmm. growing up and stuff so yeah. I mean and because of that as people call it it's called cellar palate right so you were basically just drinking your own wine because no wine was going out not a whole lot of wine was coming in in any way so then you're yeah. like hey we got this new cool thing called pinotage which oh. is pinot noir and um and, and senso yep and you're like whoop and then it sends out and everybody's like wait a minute what <laughs> What's happening here? Yeah, basically there was some, there was like a mad, a mad scientist dude. He's like, I'm just going to like Frankenstein these two grapes and come up with a new grape. It's like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's not the worst wine in the world, but it's not. I had one today, actually. Yeah. I knew we were doing South Africa. So I was like, you know, I, I got it. I mean, Pinotage to me is probably the most, not really popular, but the most notable that comes out of, it, it's like your own, right? It's like something that South Africa yeah. did on their own. Yeah, it's your baby. Um, yeah, so so I was like, no, I, I well, I got I got to do Pinotage now. I mean, obviously you have awesome awesome wines that come out of it. like I'm I'm drinking a Chenin Blanc um, from um, from Swartland, uh, which is just about an hour and a half north of, of Cape Town. I mean, you got Chenin Blanc, you got Sauvignon Blanc, you got Pinot Noir. Uh, you know, as we talked about Jason before we jumped on, and we were talking about one of the test questions that that uh, Walker Bay is well known yeah. for for Pinot Noir, something I will never never forget since I since I obviously. <laughs> Missed, missed that question. Well, but Walker, in, in your defense, Walker Bay is a tiny little area, and I actually have a little um, map here of South Africa. Um, oh, check that out. 
the no. big orange Unfortunately, area obviously we're on a podcast, region, so you can't see this, but yeah. Right, so that's the Swartland region. So it's huge. And Walker Bay is down here, I think. Is that it? Uh, yeah, it's that tiny little region right there. Mm. Right? So right. it's a small well. little place, but for Pinot Noir, dude, it is the place. Yeah. yeah. They have these so. beautiful cooling, cooling breezes that come off of the ocean, basically straight up from Antarctica and mm -hmm. keeps the keep, like at, at nighttime it, it chills out really nice there's lots of wind and uh the pinot noir grapes just love it yeah so yeah, I mean, that's also why it's perfect for sauvignon blanc what that's what i was gonna say a lot of hang time for the fruit right i mean so and yeah. you also got a lot of that that, that uh, atlantic and indian ocean influence like coming through there as well too so yeah, so you get a lot of great minerality and salinity in it and it's, mm -hmm. it's i actually i actually said to you guys we should do pinot noir <laughs> but then you uh you came back and said shannon i'm like i like shannon too I like well, Shannon. I mean, you could have done anything. We didn't have to do Shannon. But, you know, I think I think I scared Chance when I said Pinotage. But, dude, the <laughs> Pinotage that I had today was actually really good. It was it was considered Western Cape, but yep. it was it was delicious. I was yeah, like, you, wow. You I mean, do get I was, some I was good surprised. ones. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, was I, I mean, but. I, I, but Shannon Blanc, though, you can't go wrong with Shannon. I think it's great. I mean, it, it is the number one most uh, popular. It's the most grown grape there, isn't it? It makes up for, like, yeah. I think, was it um, – how much percentage it was uh the most planted in the world in south africa it's you know and, and what's interesting is like you know and we'll go over our five s's here in a little bit but um you know what's interesting on the nose you can you can tell it's basically a chenin blanc but on the palate i mean getting a chenin blanc out of ouvray you're going to get candied lemon you're going to get like toasted almond it's going to be a bit sweeter where this one's a bit more crisp um it's got more like um stone fruit a little yep. bit more like um a little, little bit more there's more minerality, bit of, uh, minerality to it. And a little bit of ginger on there as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So yep. definitely. But I, I think you, like I said, you can never go wrong with Shannon, you know, and, and mm -hmm. not Shannon. I mean, I think we've all gone wrong with Shannon at one point, but Shannon, yeah. you know, I mean, that happened. That <laughs> yeah, happened. One, of the, one of the things I really like about Shannon Blanc is that a, it's, it's very affordable. Um, and B it's very versatile. You can get, you can get anything from, from dry wines to, complex wines to sweet wines uh fortified wines all sorts of crazy things with 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 chenin blanc mm -hmm. and so actually, to the point it's a lot like a like a gewurztraminer or a riesling yeah you can you can oak it you can you can do it in in stainless steel and so the one that i'm actually drinking tonight is uh quinta essentia mm. and so this is actually brought in by bet's wines in in washington and if you know anything about Betts wine, they're actually South Africans themselves. And so they import this wine into the States. But this is actually an oaked Chenin Blanc. So Ooh. it tends to be a little bit heavier and it's got a little mm. bit more complexity. But mm -hmm. they also say that you can easily age this wine for 15 years and it's no problem at all. Really? Um, so you could do that to a Chenin or you could do like um, Dustin, the one that you're drinking um, is a more affordable brand and it's, mm -hmm. it's clean and crisp and you can drink it out by the pool in the sun. Right, 100%. he's basically saying yeah. you're a cheap ass. He's like more affordable is a nice way of saying, yeah, yo ass cheap sucker. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Look, I mean, if I could sit out by the pool and drink this, I mean, I think I think this is certainly under twenty dollars. Exactly. I think I paid yeah. eighteen bucks yeah. for it. Yep. I mean, I mean that that's legit. I mean, but drink I, what I, you I like. I can, day. I can run downstairs drink, and drink get my like. Cliff Street Syrah that's on my wall. I have Ooh. it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I would love that. So, so, um, Jason, tell us a little something about like South Africa that maybe there's something that that is done in South Africa, like maybe a tradition 
or, you know, or something like that, that we don't do here in the U.S.? I think, I think one thing that I found that is uh, different from the U.S. that is done in the wine industry in South Africa, and it's not unique to South Africa as compared to the whole world because it's, it's done in other parts of the world too, but it's, from what I understand, it's not done here in the States, and that's a thing called bush, bush vines. Mm. And you're, when you think of vineyards, you typically think of these beautiful, perfect rows of like French manicured, basically French pruned vineyards mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and eight acres and acres of them. A bush vine is this gnarly, crazy looking vine all by itself. And it has these shoots basically off in different directions. And they'll, they'll easily make a hundred years. They basically just, it'll, I actually saw these in, in Sicily as well. They basically have a, a, a section of ground with bush vines and there's apple trees and pear trees all mixed in between them. Mm-hmm. And they basically grow into this huge bush about, you know, six or eight, eight feet tall. Um, or you can obviously prune them down and the grapes grow really close, close to the ground. Um, but these old vines are definitely um, some, of the, um, some of the coolest things you've seen. And they produce really great, really great wine because they're super concentrated low yields uh as, as i said to you earlier one of the one of the greatest wines i've ever had was a 30 dollar bottle of Sinzo from um from the the same brand as you're you're drinking basically from molyneux it was a hundred a hundred year old year old wines and wow you know, like, this is the greatest thing and that's I crazy immediately put an order in for six for six more Heck yeah, dude. Like, like, like to put that into perspective, right? So you have a hundred year old vines there in South Africa. Yeah. In America, we're looking like maybe the oldest, if they even, if they most likely they probably dug them up already, but it would have been like, what, yeah. maybe 60 years? What's Napa? Like 50 years old, 56 <laughs> years old. Right. Really? Right. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean Robert, that's... Robert Mondavi came there like 1970 or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, what, what was it that we, we talked about this last time, Bottle Shock, the, um, um, Judgment of Paris, you know, yeah. when, when, when we won for, for Chardonnay and, and for, um, Cabernet Sauvignon. but those were like planted in 73 yeah. and done in like 70, somewhere around, you know, it was early seventies basically, you know, which is, which is I think, or 76. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. which, which is just, which is absolutely crazy to me. But I mean, you go back to, I mean, Jason, you were saying, um, about chances wine when, when was his like first planted or whatever it was. Um, so to give a little bit of history about this this farm, Babylon Sturen was set up in 1692. The first vineyards were planted there in 1692. And South Africa is actually the oldest um, wine producing region in the Southern Hemisphere. Obviously, really only second to Italy and, and France and Portugal and Spain and, and, you know, these kind of regions. And what they did was they set this farm up because this is when the ships were coming from Europe and they were stopping in the Cape basically to to refill supplies before they were carried on their journey over to to india and so what they did was set up this farm and the, i'm telling you guys if you ever go to south africa you have to go to this farm it's literally it's one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen there's over 300 varieties of edible plants it's this beautiful crazy wow. botanical garden well, um, anyway, if anyone wants to see the most beautiful farm garden that they've ever seen, just go to babylonstouren.com. 
Yeah, I, I was actually I was on it earlier and I was looking at it and 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 I was checking out. It was actually really impressive. I mean, they had um, like the hotel there. They had a farm. They had you know all this stuff there. So it looked really massive. And then you can actually look at the cameras of the vineyards yeah. and, and and all that stuff. So really cool. But I had no clue that it, like since the 1600s that place has been around. Yeah, I mean, and they're yeah, pretty cool. much self self sustaining. They they only sell their own their own wine there. If you go into the restaurant and have a steak, it was mm -hmm. from one of the cows on the farm. Like the garlic grows there that they make the garlic bread with. Like it's that. totally insane. It's beautiful. beautiful. That's very cool. Gentlemen, right. we are getting on to that part where we need to do our five S's. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna pour myself so one. Yeah, mm -hmm. me too. It's a good idea. Um, this is a, one of the best sounds in the world. I wanted to show you something as well. So this was the wine I was going to drink tonight. Um, this is the Molyneux Riviera oh, Molyneux. It's 100% no. Shannon, um, 2018 vintage. And so this, um, Dustin, you're drinking the Clough Street. Mm -hmm. Clough Street is a street in Cape Town, and that's, that's where they get the name from. But Molyneux oh, cool. is... Um, so Molyneux makes that, that same wine. And um, Molyneux is a cool story, actually. So Chris and Andrea uh, Molyneux, that's the name on the brand. Um, Andrea is actually from California, yeah. went to UC Davis. There we go, Chris and Andrea Molyneux. Mm -hmm. And um, Andrea was actually in UC Davis with Aaron Pot of Pot, Pot Wine. And loads of other, uh, I think he does Odette and Thumpjack and all of them too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so Andrea went and did some studying in, um, in, in France. That's where she went and did her inter internship, basically. And I believe she was in Bandol. And so one day she took a train up to Champagne. Mm -hmm. And on the train, uh, Chris was actually on the train and he was doing his internship in chateauneuf du mm. and so they met went up to champagne spent the week in there i guess basically fell in love uh promised to hook up again but went their separate separate ways and eventually andrea ended up in south africa and they started this this uh brand molyneux out in the smart swartland and they sort of focus on shannon and syrah um, and these kind of sort of southern southern Rhone kind of blends because that's kind of where they where they did their internships and their studying and stuff. <clears throat> and so that was the wine that I was going to drink, and then my wife kind of got into it, and so it's now <laughs> <laughs> um, smart woman. <laughs> this is this is another one. This is the Molyneux Old Vines White, and so this is actually a crazy blend. South African um, wineries they blend white wines really well. And to, uh, to tell you what's in here, it's 65% um, Shannon Blanc, 13% Grenache Blanc, 10% Claret Blanche, 10% uh, Viognier, and 2% Semillon. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So these, these Shannon Blanc vineyards are, I think, 80, 70 or 80 years old. So those are really cool. So these are all dry wines, of course. This one over here is uh, a straw a straw wine so this is a little half half bottle mm -hmm. and so this is a this is the dessert wine also 100 percent shannon blanc so this is kind of the versatility of shannon you can, yeah. you can do kind of anything with it <clears throat> and this is a really great wine this is only like nine nine percent alcohol it's a it's a pretty easy drinker but just absolutely beautiful um you know so i just wanted to kind of show now, you guys now jason now it isn't it isn't like south africa in in the coastal area aren't they very proud of like their fortified 
wines over there. Like it's like a big thing for them, yeah. right? You know, like the, the way they call them cake ports, right? Yeah, port. Yeah, the ports, and they're actually really, really good too. They're 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 fantastic wines. Mm-hmm. Um, because wh- part of the reason why I think it's really big is that in South Africa you don't really have AC or central heating. Mm-hmm. So when it gets cold in the winter, you uh, throw some, throw a couple of logs on the fireplace, and you pour yourself a little brandy or a sherry or a port. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of just warms up the bones a little, little bit. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrific. I feel yeah. like it's it's like a hundred degrees here in Texas, but I might do that tonight anyway. Ooh, Ooh you got port? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I love port, man. I got I got an LBV. I got a late bottle vintage, and I also got a, a tawny, a fine tawny. Delicious. Hell yeah, dude. Last All time right, I had so- port. Last time I had port was with you over at St. Elmo's. We yes. Were, we oh, crushed dude. that port over there. Man, we crushed St. Elmo's is what happened. That's up in that we, we, that's up in Indianapolis. is a beautiful steakhouse. We 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 went in there. That was a good time. Oh god. So we all picked um we all picked Chenin Blanc today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a, a lot of our um, five S's are going to be the same. So um, you know, Jason, uh, you've heard the show before, but every show we try and do the five S's to kind of explain to the listener what this wine is going to be about. You know, so sometimes we might say like this is going to be funky. It's going to smell like a barnyard. Or like you know a little bit of earth, and people would be like, eh, I don't want, I don't want that kind of wine. What and, are those and, five S's again? I'm guessing so, smell, plural, sight, sip, savor. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then we have a sixth one on the back end where you can either spit or swallow, and that's up to you. It depends on what kind of person you are. That's on, that's yeah. on you, Jason. We've yet um, to have a spitter. <laughs> we have yet to have a spitter. That's that's for sure. That is that is for sure. You, every time, like when I actually do a tasting, some you know, obviously, if you do that many tastings, you're gonna spit. Sometimes when I spit, it spits and it comes back up and hits me in the eyes or in the face. And I'm like, Ugh. there's like eight different people sitting there all spitting. I'm like, Ugh, COVID. Ugh. Ugh. you can't spit with your mask on. So anyway, all right. So um, site, um, I think all of ours, I mean, mine's coming across. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's like a, it's like a pale, almost like a lemon. I've got like a pale, pale gold. Yeah. I got, gold. I got a little bit of green. Yeah. A little bit of green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a little green on green on yours. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have like the most. I mean, the lighting in here is more like a yellow orange, so it's kind of kind of off on mine. Um, so it's gonna obviously a white wine. Um, you know, and we swirl. So so this we swirl to bring the esters, my man. Volatizing the esters. Volatizing the esters, Chancellor. Uh, I get so excited when you say that. Yes, and that way, you know, you can smell, you can understand. What it is, and again, you know, like I said earlier, as we were talking, this is straight up stone fruit. You know, this is you're not going to get what you're like the same kind of feel that you're going to get from like. So if you've had a Chenin Blanc from Vouvray from France, you're going to be like, wow, that's big, sweet, uh, mm-hmm. Kenny lemon, and things like that. Coming from from South Africa, we're not going to get that. You're going to get more minerality. To me, tropical fruits. Yeah, yeah, a lot of tropical fruits. You know, that, Jason, that what idea. are you getting? Yeah. So, so mine's actually a oaked Chenin Blanc. Oh, oh, coming in strong. So it's a little bit different. It's 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 sort of medium medium bodied. It's got a little bit of a buttery sort of note note to it. Malactic mm-hmm. conversion conversion. Yeah, as they a say in bit w of, set, um, where... a little bit of ginger. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's still it still lends itself more to the crisp and cleanness. It's not like Chardonnay from Rombauer that oh. is buttery, smoky, and crazy, right? It's it's. Yeah. it's touches on that but it's not it's not over over heavy or overhanded it's but hey, if you like that that's your thing crisp. right as we Correct. say on, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. on this show you drink it's what probably you like. one of the top selling chardonnays in the country right oh yeah 100 100 
So yeah, we get that there. on the nose. Um, all right, so let's let's do the best part. Um, let's tip this bad boy. Oh, you hear us slurping and swishing and all that. The basically what we're trying to do is like fulfill the palate, get it all around, get it in the teeth, get it in the backs of your cheeks, get it in the front of our cheeks. I mean, taste comes from all over your 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 mouth and your palate, your tongue, your cheeks, everything. This is very acidic. Mm-hmm. It makes my mouth water. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's going to be the acid. I get a lot of minerality too. Um, you know, and again, back to, you know, it's like apple and, and, and a little bit of pear. I, def- um, I definitely get in that apple, apple feel of my, of my gums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, no guava, guava, papaya, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of, um, a little bit of lemon rind in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely very, like the city is very bright. Right. And, um, Oh yeah. And, and, and the thing, and the finish on it, it's not very long and distinguished, right? Kind of, mm-hmm. it kind of ma- it makes, it makes a moment and then it, it, it fades away pretty quickly, yeah. but I do get a slight petrol, you know, like, mm. like burn to it. Have you had a, have, have you had a uh, spot lease from Mosul lately? Uh, not lately, but I, oh I know God. that now that right there is like fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I, when oh, I yeah. think of flavors, I try to think of the extreme. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like when I'm thinking, um, is this wine buttery? I think of a Ron Bauer. If like, is this wine petrol? Um, I think of a, of a, of a Mosul Spotleys. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, to, Mosul to, being, Mo- Mosul is, is, in, wine is in Germany. Light? I think of a Gamay or whatever the case is. And so, mm-hmm. you know, so yep. that, that kind of help, helps you distinguish, is this really sweet? Is this really dry? Is this mm-hmm. really buttery? Is this yeah. oaky, et cetera. And so you point. said, you said petrol and I'm like, I mean, maybe you get some petrol in there, but I doubt it if you think about what petrol is in a wine. Right. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah. A, like a Trimbach, Trimbach from, from Alsace. I mean, that is just like, yeah. you're like, I am drinking gasoline. It's lemon-flavored <laughs> yeah. gasoline. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. And would you like to drink gasoline? No, I don't drink gasoline, but that's petrol is kind of what it, it's a flavor that comes out in, yeah. um, in, in some white wines. To me, it's just I, I get I get like a, I, the slightest burn, right? And and that that when I when I cut it, 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 it hits the gums, and it's just like a little. And so to me, like I I, I pick up that, and and it's like I said, it's a minor, it's a yeah. minor petrol. Oh, I get a little could bit. Could it, it be it's the there. alcohol though? What's what's the alcohol on your Babylon Storm? Yeah, the, uh, this one's a thirteen point five. So yeah. Yeah. mine's yeah. thirteen. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, mine's fourteen. No, that's a party in a bottle. That's a party in a bottle. Party in a bottle. Hey, you know what? There, there's the name of this podcast: uh, the, the South African Party in a Bottle. <laughs> my um, my most expensive bottle is a bottle of South African Cabernet Franc. Ooh. Really? Ooh. Do you do you care to share the uh, the price oh, on that? I love Cab Franc. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll um I'll I'll screw with you a little bit. It was five thousand rand. Which is translate? Okay, so hold on. Five thousand ren. I know. I know. Kylo is it close to pesos? I know Kylo ren. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's that much. No, uh, it was like three hundred and seventy-five US dollars. Woo! Man. Yeah. Okay. So, so here, here's one. Here's a quick story for you before we bounce out of here. So, way back when I was in the navy, Chance was in the navy, um, and I was over in Korea. In Korea, they have won. Oh God, right? I know this. So, I go to the ATM like my first paycheck. I go to the ATM and it says I have 1.4 million won. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. Oh, what is this? this is amazing. 
I am like, I'm a millionaire. Somebody messed up. What do I do right now? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go spend it. I'm going to do whatever. So I, I went and I talked to somebody who's been there. While I'm like, dude, somebody, somebody messed up. I have $1.4 million in my bank account. What am I supposed to do? They go, wait a minute. What? Did you get your paycheck? I'm like, yeah. Like, dude, that's one. I'm like, what do you mean? Like a thousand won is like $1. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, so oh. Like 1400 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Super. <laughs> but after that moment, I was like, yeah. I'm a millionaire. I did that, it. That happened in, that happened in um, Zimbabwe. Um, I think they got up to a $50,000 note. What? That makes yeah. no sense. What? That's yeah, nonsense. You can basically buy a loaf, of, a loaf of bread with it. Right. You buy a loaf of bread for $50,000. <laughs> that's craziness yeah. all right fellas this is it time to roll uh you know what chance next week i want to i want to debunk riesling i think everybody has Ooh. this like this bad taste in their mouth of riesling because oh it's so sweet and so far and so but you know i mean you get like a great riesling from like alsace france or you go over to germany which is right right next door you know do all those kind of things i mean it's like i, I would like to do that next week so let's do riesling jason I, yeah it's great talking to you guys Thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, thanks so much for being a fan. Uh, at Two Great Guys on Instagram. Uh, Jason, what is your, uh, what's your Instagram? Maybe, uh, maybe one of our followers will follow you. Just, uh, it's just jason.mellet. If you want to see some uh, crazy wine and steak pictures. I, oh, I hell yeah. Steak. I want to talk about that for just for a quick second. You we throw are never some. Gonna finish this show. We are never going to finish the show. You <laughs> throw some fire. You throw some fire on your feed, my friend. You have the best wines on there. And you have the best state, like the meat. And well, I tell anyway. you what, when you guys when you guys come to visit in two weeks, we'll do. Was it, is it two weeks? Yeah, I'll be there around the begin the first week of September. When you guys come to visit in a couple of weeks, we'll throw some steaks um, in the city, and then uh, we'll open some wine. I love it. Beautiful. Like a great idea to me, my man. Well, Ooh. hey, can't wait to like actually hang out with you in person and see you. Yeah. Again, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for being a fan, um, gentlemen. Chenin Blanc, South Africa. Cheers to South Africa. How Cheers. about that? Cheers. Cheers.